It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Oh, made it to a Friday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears, hold it down out there. Let's hold it down. Single file, everybody, single file. We are at Salsaritas on Hubbard's Lane. Thanks to Pam Stallings early for getting us out here on an unbelievably beautiful day. We're on the veranda here at uh, Salsaritas. Ed Peak joins me as he does once a week. T.J. Walker somehow got past security. He's here today. <laughs> Yo! The boss, Dugan Ryan. We got a lot of people to talk to and a lot of stuff to talk about. It is Friday, September 22nd. Uh, the Catholic rivalry game is tonight, St. X and Trinity. Okay, i got to take a deep breath before I can say this. Tigers. Woo! At LNN Federal Credit Union Cardinal Stadium. Uh, back up there. I got that out. Just back up. I am told by the people That's at UofL, do not put Cardinal in Don't there. put Cardinal on? Because LNN Federal Credit Union signed, and they signed an agreement that Cardinal well, would I'll not tell you what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to come just, down just, to the studio or out to Sausaritas and tell me themselves know. because it's Cardinal Stadium and it'll always be Cardinal Stadium. They're just lucky I don't call it PJ Cardinal Stadium anymore, and I'm just going to say that uh, you know what I'm trying to say, Ed, right? Yeah, I just spilled my drink. That's why we don't let you uh, have food or drink during the show. Uh, the Eminem uh, Cardi's hotline is not open today. Scooter, if you're listening back in the studio, Scooter is missing this, by the way. Uh, he is angry. Thanks for reminding Trevor. me. He wanted Trevor <laughs> to be at the studio so he could be here. Tell you what, Scoots, these chips are unbelievable. Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. Tell, tell Dugan I mean, to bring me some. large bags. You know what he told me yesterday? He said, "Take get some of the seasoning and put it on your burrito or whatever else you get. Don't just use it. Don't just love the chip seasoning. It's the same. Get extra and put it on That's your good put it on your entree. Now, if you, if you come so over I'm going to do that when I get out of here today. If you come over here and try to get any of my bag, you may lose an arm. I got one of those. We got one of those catering bags. Yeah, we got, I, I we could got eat these chips for six days and not be done with this bag of oh, chips. Oh no, I'd be I'd be done with them in about two hours. So come on out. We'll be here till one at Salsaritas. Come out, get you a nice little lunch. Uh, I know we're gonna have some people showing up today and uh, and uh, enjoying this God, this weather's unbelievable. This is Chamber of Commerce Day weather. The, I should be on the golf course. I'm glad I'm at Salsaritas out here on the veranda, but I should be at the golf course today. Right? This is golf course weather. And I need to relax because St. X Trinity tonight, 8 o'clock at the stadium. You better get uh, a good who, nap who, today. Who you got tonight? Who about, well, who I got, got X. X. You got X winning tonight? That's that's a smart bet. St. X is 3-1. and one. Trinity is 2-3. and three. Don't let that fool you. The Rocks have a national schedule. It's a really good football team. Both teams coming off losses, which is not usually the case. Trinity losing to Mayo last week. St. X lost at home to Cincinnati Elder. <laughs> Uh, Jay Cobb's team needs a win here, Ed. Yes, they, yes, they do. I hear through the grapevine, a guy came out from under a rock that lives in my neighborhood <laughs> and said uh, X is favored by seven and a half. And I live in a Trinity neighborhood. I've heard that too. I think that's too high, by the way. In this rivalry game, what was it last A, you never know what's going to happen. B, that's just too 13 high. 13 to 8 last year. Close game last year. Uh, St. X has won two straight in the series. Trinity still leads the series, 48-40, to 40, with a couple of ties thrown in there. 
Uh, but Kevin Wallace's team has won two in a row. And Jay Cobb, as head coach of the Rocks, still winless against the Tigers. Uh, I'm not – Trinity needs to win, but Jay Cobb needs to win too. Yes, yes, I, I, I agree. Uh, by the way, if you are thinking about tailgating, call Salsaritas. Cater with us here. Weekend fun, tailgates, office meetings, birthday celebrations, weddings. They cater, they deliver, and believe me, they delight. That is Salsaritas in this Hubbard's Lane location. I've been here a, a handful of times. Never disappoints. Uh, never disappoints. Absolutely right. I'm, I'm down here at least twice a month for dinner or lunch or whatever it is. And never, ever, and uh, my family likes to uh, tailgate. Yeah. So occasionally we'll stop and get the chips and salsa and the cheese and take it out and tailgate. And that's, uh, that's, about, uh, that's about seven different days that we could come and uh, – you know, and it's easy, and it's, yeah. and it's affordable. And by the way, the unsponsored six-pack today only is the Salsarita six-pack. Three college games, three pro games, two and four last week. I'm, uh, that's about my average. I'm, I'm actually, ready for you, buddy. I'm ready for you this but, week. Boy, I'm telling you what. I looked at the college games, and TJ might agree or disagree with this. There are some easy pickings in college this week. I agree with you. I agree. Easy pickings. And I never say that because I'm one of the worst gamblers ever. Gave you Tony and Big Al the Fish's uh, super selections yesterday, but uh, today it'll be the, the Salsarita six-pack. We'll give that to you in the final segment. Three college games, three pro games with the spread. And uh, I, the, the problem is I had to limit it to three college games because I think it's there a great, are a lot of winners. It's a great week. It's the best weekend we've had. 49ers beat the Giants last night 30-12. to 12. Uh, I call that easy money Thursday. 49ers were 10-and-a-half. They kicked three field goals. They should have won that game by three touchdowns. 30-12 to 12 was the final. Brock Purdy, 25 of 37, 310 yards, two touchdowns. Final pick in the draft, and he's playing where he was going to play ahead of the third pick in the draft, Trey Lance, who eventually got traded to the, to the Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, Trayvon Diggs, defensive back, tore his ACL in practice yesterday, as Allen Iverson would say, come on, man, it's practice. What are we doing? It's just practice. Not good. Uh, Diggs will be out for the season. That is a big loss for Dallas. Uh, Christian McCaffrey last night, 18 carries, 85 yards, a touchdown. Debo Samuel did Debo Samuel things, six for 129 and a touchdown. His yards after catch are unbelievable. He just carries tacklers with him. Daniel Jones who's making $45 million more this year than uh, Brock Purdy, was 22 of 32, but only 137 yards and an interception. The 49ers are now 3-0. I still want to get that bet down that the 49ers are the first team since the 72 Dolphins to go undefeated. Let's uh, back is that up crazy? Little, yeah, it is crazy. It's a value bet, Ed. Back up a little bit there. Did you say that the quarterback – Of the Giants – is making $45 billion more, more than, Brock, than Purdy? Brock Purdy this year. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy's making like Something wrong with that. Brock Purdy's making about $800,000 a year. And Danny I mean, Dimes got a big payday last year. To me, I could I could live on $800,000. Giants are 1-2. and two. They should be 0-3. Um, we'll see what happens. You're Biggest, saying the Giants aren't very good. Most important, uh, the Giants are, well, Saquon Barkley's out with the ankle injury. He might be back next week. Good player. They've got a couple of offensive linemen. Left tackle, which is one of the most important positions in football, was out last night. 
The left guard got hurt early in the game. I mean, the Giants are, are just beat up. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens if, when, if Barkley comes back, when Barkley comes back. But you're in a tough division. You got Philadelphia and Dallas in your division. Now you're one and two. You should be 0-3. Arizona had them beat last week. And uh, is it too soon to look toward next year? Well, I'll tell you who it's not going to be too soon for. Either the Chargers or the Vikings who play each other this weekend and are both 0-2. Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins. Now, they're not in great divisions other than the Chiefs being one of the best teams in football. The Vikings are not in a great division. But you can't start season 0-3 in the NFL. You can't do it. And I'll make the point a little bit. Are the Bengals finished? I think Burrow Finished will, is strong. I think Burrow will play, but how effective will he be? Remember, he just really hasn't been himself, and the Bengals haven't been anywhere near what they've been. Remember, they were 0-2 last year. I know, but that's last and, year. And they made it to the AFC Championship game. Now, Burrow it's is – It's a different 0-2. I don't know if Burrow's going to play Sunday. They're being really quiet about it. He hasn't practiced. His calf, you could tell, was still bothering him again re-aggravated. I don't want to say re-injured, but he re-aggravated it at the end of that Baltimore game last week. Um, they got the Rams coming in on Monday night, so you get an extra day of, of uh, healing for Joe Burrow, if, if you will. Uh, but it's a home game on a Monday night. Again, can't go on. That, that they got to win that game. That may be just what the doctor ordered. And it might not be enough because yep. in that division, Baltimore's, you know, Lamar's back to being Lamar. And Cleveland, with their defense, is better than we expected. Now, they lost Nick Chubb right. with the uh, season-ending knee injury. The but Steelers were a disappointment to me last week. Steelers are not good. If no. the Steelers don't get a pick six at the beginning of the game and a scoop and score at the end of the game, they lose. So, really, if you look at it from the big picture, the Bengals are still in it. But it looks like Baltimore at this time. Oh, they're, I, would call, I would call them heavy favorites in that division. Are you going to bet heavy money? No. Oh, okay. No. I bet a little bit extra on the Niners last night. I love the 49ers, so that's good. And I'm going to throw a little extra on a couple of these games this weekend because, like I said, college games, I love them this weekend. Well, I looked at the college games for the show today. and and I can't wait for Ohio State-Notre Dame. That, that's a great one. That, that's a good one. There, there are some that I think, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong, that uh, are easy pickings. Yeah. I got easy pickings one, easy one pickings is that, two, is, and easy pickings three. But one, one I'll probably is, go on three. One, one is Ole Miss. Past I, per, my past performance chart as a horse is not good. I'm putting the give me your give me your lock of the week. Oh, I think it's Alabama. At I home can't against believe, Ole Miss. I'm not telling you which side I got, but I got that game on my on my. Okay, I bet you're going to go with with Ole Miss. I got the game. You're going to find that pack. out later on. That's your sponsor. Salsarita's six pack today. And as long as we're getting. You know, Ken called me the other day again from the garage. Ken yeah. at the garage. He texted me yesterday. He said I looked better. I would look better with a tiger head on my head than I look right now. It was kind of mean spirited. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay. It was kind of mean. It was mean. Mean spirited. Okay. Well, he told me to tell you that he predicted Kentucky would score 35 points last week. They did. And they did. He predicted correctly. And he's also predicting that Kentucky will beat Vanderbilt. 24 to 10. So there you are. That you got all you need. From 24 to, to 10. That would be a cover by the Cats by half a point. That's that's too close for comfort. That's too close. Okay. Um, what do you think about that game? Uh, noon on the SEC Network in Nashville. It's 11 a.m. in Nashville. 
Kentucky is a 13-and-a-half point favorite. We're, look, Devin Leary's been pretty good. It doesn't feel like it because I think the offensive line has struggled. He's been under pressure a lot, but his numbers are good. The defense has been solid, albeit against three really lesser opponents, right? Uh, I'm worried about Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt is, is – Well, T.J. Walker T.J. shaking he's, his he's head. The, he's the expert on Kentucky. It's his cod lock of the week, I think. Let me, okay, I'm going to take the safe way out and say Kentucky wins, but they don't cover. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I, and I'm thinking it might be one of those backdoor covers where – but keep this in mind. Ray Davis wants to play great against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt really wants to stop Ray Davis. And Ray Davis is the reason Kentucky had 35 points last week instead of 21, let's be honest about it. And I really haven't read enough of it. I know what Vandy went to Hawaii and went big. or they Hawaii's terrible. Hosted Hawaii, so that was a big win for them. And I probably should have studied Vandy a little bit more. Hawaii all kind of stinks. But uh, so far, uh, uh, Mark Stoops has not been happy in one game. Of course, most coaches aren't. Hey, that's good. I like that. If I'm a Kentucky fan, I want Mark Stoops unhappy. That make, that makes me happy. I, if they're winning and he's unhappy, I'm good with it because I think they're going to get better because he is going to demand better well, you're right. on that team. Right. That's just the kind of guy he is. All right, Vanderbilt schedule. Did you see the Hawaii at home? They only won by seven. Okay, that's not good. Alabama A&M at home. Doesn't matter what they won by. It's Alabama A&M. Okay. At Wake Forest, lose by 16. Sam Hartman is not there anymore. Right. That's not a good th- I don't think Wake Forest is a world beat. And at UNLV, in the Raiders stadium last week, they lost 40-37. to 37. Now, they put up 35, 47, 20, and 37. They've scored points. Again, level of competition is a question mark. But it's first SEC game for Kentucky. It's a first road game for Kentucky. Game, yeah. So, always a dangerous spot. It's not part of the six-pack, but I would take Vanderbilt in the points. It'll That's be interesting. It, 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 it'll be interesting. Did you see? Did you see T.J. Walker's belt? I don't know, but he's throwing that food is at a us. that is a neat. What if he bought that from the SEC store at UK? Nobody's looking. Everybody, anybody that wears a belt like that, either got it free or I don't want to be friends with them. I can tell you that. One way or the other. Uh, all right, we will talk about Louisville. They got Boston College uh, tomorrow at home. Louisville's a 14-point favorite. Indiana at home tomorrow night. Night game in Bloomington against the Akron Zips. Ed. Uh, Indiana is a 17-point favorite. In that one, we are at Salsaritas. I'm, uh, my, my mouth is already watering because I'm still 40 minutes away from some of this queso with these chips, the uh, hand-mashed guac. Um Fresh salsa every morning made from scratch. Slow marinated flame grilled chicken. Uh, the uh, add-ons are great. Crisp lettuce here. Crisp. You know what Mrs. Peak's You know favorite? the worst thing in the world? Soggy lettuce. Yes. And TJ. Soggy <laughs> lettuce and TJ. Those are the worst. You know what Mrs. Peak's favorite items from Salsaritas is? I can't wait to hear. The taco salad, number one. And number two is. I, I'll go quesadilla. I'm going to go quesadilla. And I'm going to get some likes, of that sauce She likes to put quesadilla on there a lot, too. She, little she steak does. quesadilla. But she loves that taco salad from here. She loves it. When we come back, I'm going to put TJ on the headset, and we are gonna, he's going to explain to me why Kentucky is a lock this week. I thought you all were already on break. We so. will take a break. <laughs> come back with more. We're still here for another 40 minutes. Come on out. Salsaritas, Hubbard's Lane, 
You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears at Salsaritas on Hubbard's Lane. Come on out. Still got plenty of time to get out here and uh, hang out for the little bit of the show. We are at Salsaritas. Ed Peak joins me. We are on the veranda here at Salsaritas on Hubbard's Lane. Don't forget, National Taco Day is October 4th. Let's taco about that, Ed. You like that? Uh, now through National good. Taco Day, which is October 4th, <laughs> Salsa Rita Rewards members receive $2 off the Taco Combo Reward Weekly. Join Salsa Rita Rewards when you order online today. Download the Salsa Rita apps. You receive a free special sign-up offer. And if you're already a member, watch out for the special deals hitting your app inbox, inbox all month long. I am going to enjoy some tacos before National Taco Day. Uh, I can't I wait till to, I can't I wait till October fourth. Yeah, I, I hope to as hope to as well. All right, um, Kentucky and uh, Vanderbilt we talked about. Now Louisville, Boston College. I'll be there tomorrow. You'll be there tomorrow. Go ahead. Can I get one thing in real quick? Sure. Here. I got a sure. email from a friend of mine it's up in uh, Middlesbrough, Kentucky. It's shout out day, I guess. He, so yeah, go ahead. He covers uh, Kentucky, and he is going to be here in Louisville in a couple of weeks to sign books that he's written. He's uh, he had a he has Jamie? a handy yes, Jamie Vaught. Jamie Vaught, I love and Jamie. And he's sending us two books, and one will go to you or to whoever you want to give. Well, it to. I think I should get it. You I should, love Jamie. Okay, I'll Jamie's give, a good dude. I'll man. give you. I'll give you one. He's going to be in Louisville, December the sixteenth. Sign copies at the St. Matthew's Library, he, where it's in our backyard. He's written six blocks. How here. many books has he written? Five four, or six. Four, five, six. Yeah, yeah. he is. Um, here, here, really good at one. what he does. He updated this, and it's really interesting. Some of the things that he's had to overcome in his life. Yeah. And he is a huge, and I mean huge, Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't think I've ever been to a Kentucky basketball game that I haven't run into Jamie Vaughn. You know, he drives it a long way. doesn't matter who they long, play. He drives a long way to get from Middlesbrough to Kentucky. Can you imagine a Tuesday night game in the mountains? Going uh, home? No. Tough. Very I, difficult. Look, I don't go up to Lexington anymore because if it's a game after 3 o'clock, I don't want to drive home on the dark, dark yeah. I-64 yeah. to Louisville. I know. I so agree. I can't imagine driving back and forth from Millsboro. Well, he uh, he is a professor at uh, uh, one of the community colleges that's in uh, in in Middlesbrough. Great guy. Yeah. Knows Kentucky football and basketball inside and out. Just a plug for him. And it's uh, uh, the the name of the book is uh, Chasing the Cats. A Kentucky Basketball Journey. And he's subtitle. updated that, and he has a new one out, and that's why he's anyway. And what's what's the date on that at St. Matthew's Library? It's not till December, December the oh, 16th. Okay. So well, you're going to have we, to remind me because I do. I we might, go see we him. We'll have to give him a shout Maybe out. Maybe we'll do again. the show from there that day. There you uh, go. There you go. Go see Jamie. I think that would be fun. He is, as I said, he is a good dude. All right, um, Salsarita's six pack is coming up. Three college winners, three pro winners uh, in the final segment. Right now, let's talk uh, Louisville football. They're three and zero. And I say this all the time, Tony Birch, one of his favorite lines is, they don't take pictures of them. What is the final tally? The final tally is three in the win column, zero in the loss column. Yes, they had a terrible first half against Georgia Tech. Yes, they didn't play particularly well in the second half against Indiana. At this point, it doesn't matter, Ed. It's not about style points. 
when you're just trying to get in the top 25, when you're trying to win ACC games. Cards are 1-0 in conference. you got a Boston College team coming in that is confusing, to say the least. Struggled mightily in their first two games. Then they played lights out last week at home against uh, Florida State. It was Red Bandana Day at Chestnut Hill. They were honoring a a hero of 9-11 who perished, saving other people out, out of one of the towers. And it was an emotional day. And sometimes that adrenaline, that emotion, takes you a lot of places. They, they certainly. They had a big lead going into the uh, – into the fourth quarter, a two-touchdown lead going into the fourth quarter. However, Florida State is still Florida State. Most of the time, the uh, better team wins, and that ended up what happened. But well, if that Boston College team shows up tomorrow at 3.30, they're going to give Louisville all they can handle. I, what I, do you expect? I, I couldn't agree more, and I think they will give them uh, a, a pretty good game. You know, they were down 31-7. and that, You made a good point there that, that you know, it's not give up, don't give up. And for some reason, Louisville and, and Boston College play weird games. Last year's game. Boy, they do. Louisville's led the whole game, and then Zay Flowers goes deep and just running wide open. You could have caught the pass. No, that's not there. true. <laughs> but it does seem like Boston College usually runs the ball well against Louisville. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about Louisville. And I've said this numerous times. I like this Louisville defense. Yes, they gave up three touchdowns in one quarter against Georgia Tech. Okay? Yes, they got outscored 14 to nothing against Indiana. This defense still flies to the ball. I think they tackle well. And if you're Louisville and Jeff Brown, you just need them to stop the other team a few times. I, I th- and I think, too, the secondary is, is, is pretty good. Now, we're going to find out tomorrow. Uh, the quarterback, Castellanos, who's a first-year Sophomore quarterback, uh, he threw for 300 and ran for 100 yeah. last week. So, and you say, well, that's against Florida State, and that's you know that's pretty good. Now, I'm not sold that Florida State's a great team by any means, and I don't think uh, uh, Travis is a great, great. He's a good quarterback, not great. But that's just we're getting off the track a little bit here on that. But uh, Boston College, I mean. Like I said, those first two weeks, it was uh, it was not good. Well, Holy Cross is a rivalry game, so you know they're jacked up. And Boston College is say, "Well, we'll show up." Holy Cross is a rivalry game. Yes, with Boston College. I don't think I'm not sure Boston College considers Holy Cross a rivalry game. They probably don't. Um, Northern Illinois beat the Eagles 27-24 in overtime, and. Boston College struggled mightily to beat well, Holy Cross 31 that's the first week. First week, number 31, one, number two. 31 28 in week two against Holy Cross. And then the first, uh, the, the, the Mac plays decent decent football. Okay. I, I don't I'm, just, I, I don't want to hear that. That's very right, nice right. of you to say. Right, okay. You're very diplomatic about it, but it's still the Mac. I mean, Kentucky and Indiana are playing Akron. Kentucky played Ball State. Every now and then there's one or two teams in the MAC that are pretty decent. Well, should have Kentucky beaten overall. Akron more than 35 to, what was it, 35 to 35 10? to 3, they covered. Thir- mm-hmm. I mean, they That's covered. That's all that matters in your world is they covered. No, it matter if they covered. <laughs> Look, Boston College covered last week. You know what? They didn't win the game, 
but it tells me that they played well enough to win the game right. when you when you right. only lose by two to Florida State. Well, if uh, Indiana, I think if the Louis, whole I will game, say this: I think if Louisville shows up tomorrow ready to play, it's a three touchdown game, and Louisville's a fourteen point favorite. And I think if they show up to play, they they have no problem with. Well, Boston if I College. were a gambling man, you should be. By the way, I would I would take the <laughs> points in Boston College because I was not pleased with the way that Louisville played against Indiana. And I was there, saw it. From, First half was great. From 1,000 yards up I in the air. I saw your picture. You were pretty far away. I was way away, yeah. It was, it was very sterile in there. What I mean by that is you couldn't really hardly hear the crowd. They had, they had a press box announcer, but he was hard to understand. If you had to guess, crowd-wise, Indiana or Louisville? I think it was, was, was Louisville by maybe – 12,000 versus 10,000. I thought it would be a bigger Louisville crown. Uh, 55 and a half, by the way, if you're into that kind of thing, is the over-under for Boston College and Louisville. So that tends tends me to think the, the Vegas thinks the score is going to be somewhere around 35-21. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that would be about right. Now, here's another thing, John, that I'm a little bit concerned about. It's not only Louisville, it's Kentucky, too. Attendance-wise, is we yeah. thought for sure they'd have more for uh, Murray. Now yeah. again, it was a Thursday school night. night. Thursday night, it was on TV. I don't know if it was Murray blacked, State. I don't know if it was blacked out here or not. I know the Indiana Louisville game was blacked out here and in Indianapolis. Why uh, did I get to see it then? You have direct TV. Ah, you hurt me every time. I, I do. I try to you, rub it in as much really as do. possible. You really uh. do. <laughs> Yeah, just a little jab there. You okay? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you there. Uh, all right. Speaking of Akron, Akron and Indiana, both teams one and two. The Hoosiers are 17-point favorites. Number one, I'm surprised it's a night game in Bloomington. I would think they'd want to get this one over with. Uh, but Big Ten Network will pick it up. Uh, what I saw last week from Akron, I think Indiana wins this game. Akron couldn't they, – they didn't even threaten the end zone last week. So I kind of feel like Indiana can name the score here. Well, what's what's the deal? Akron has won. Taven uh, Jackson looked good in that second half last week for Indiana. By the way. Oh yeah, very much. He might be their quarterback. Oh, I think he is. I don't think there's any uh, doubt. But but here's the thing, John. Here in comparing teams and looking at things, and again, this is just my. I don't. I don't know if a guy scores 95 on blocking, or if a guy's a defensive player <laughs> that he comes up with all the what he's supposed to do. I just didn't think Louisville's offensive line, even then when they had 21 points, they blew people off the line a couple of times, but they just didn't, just wouldn't, you know, just did, didn't have it. You got O-line issues, is what you're I think saying. You got you're worried issues. about O-line issues. And I think defensive line is not as bad because they did get a little bit of pressure, but they never did really get a sack. And we're so used to Louisville getting sacks. From last year, and it kind of spoiled us a little bit. And they're not getting—they're getting a little bit of token pressure. The defense stood up at the goal yes, line there. Yes, well, they did stand up at the end there. Louisville should mail a check I mean, to the IU uh, offensive play caller. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was—that <laughs> was kind of brutal at the end. <laughs> hey, uh, our buddy Matt, tell him that he needs to uh, <laughs> call Tom Allen and get rid of that offense. Scooter, are you writing that down? Uh, make sure Matt calls Tom Allen. I got it. Uh, Okay. And, uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the guy lines up six yards deep in the backfield. 1,001, 1,002. He's got the ball, 
and there's 14 people in front of him, and they can't punch it in from 18 inches. Yeah, that's a, not good. It's not good. How come? How come the Eagles are the only team that does that quarterback push? It never ever fails. You put in a couple of big guys as running backs and push the quarterback with the offensive line, push them all into the end zone. It's simple. It's an easy two yards every time. Well, that's what Tom Allen said after the game. If we can't score from inside the one-yard line, we should blow them off the ball and go from there. Uh, Iowa beat the Bats last night 7-6. to six. Ed was there. Last game you scored for the year. Now they got to win their last three starting tonight to finish at 500. They're going to have a hard time. They have very little pitching. Probably be uh, in both teams have pretty much announced they're going to be bullpen games the rest of the way. Let's, uh, before we get to the uh, Salsarita six-pack on the other side of the break, let's unfortunately talk about the Cincinnati Reds. They've lost two straight now in Minnesota. Now they've gotten a little help here from the Cubs. The Cubs are coming back, lost two of three to Pittsburgh. That's, uh, of course, not good. And now the red-hot Pirates head into Cincinnati tonight. Well, I think, I think Is that if, fair, red-hot, two in a row? Absolutely. I, don't, I think if uh, the Pirates... Win two out of three at GABP. Not going to happen. And then, the, and then the Cardinals win two out of three, or three, was two out or three out of four. It's over. At least, at the absolute least. And then you get to the point that they need to at least split with St. Louis. Here's what you I get to the point. Do they really deserve to be in the playoffs? Here's what I like tonight. If I'm the Reds, when that first pitch happens, you already know what the Cubs did. Cubs in Colorado, two twenty today. Reds in Pittsburgh, 640. Luis Ortiz for the Pirates, 4 and 5 with a 485 ERA. Andrew Abbott for Cincinnati, 8 and 5, 368. I like the matchup right I, I, there I like if I'm Abbott. a Reds fan. I love Abbott. He was great down here and he was good for a long time up there. He's got just, he's just got a tired arm. He's got a tired arm. Uh, if you get four innings out of him, you're doing great. Look, you're at home. It's not a division leader like the Twins were. It's a it's an also ran. Um, you know the Pirates are trying to play the role of spoiler. I get that. You don't want to, if you're the, if you're the Pirate manager, you don't want to put out a bad lineup here and then lay down. But uh, the Reds should win at least two out of three, and obviously you're looking for the sweep here. The car, the uh, Pirates weren't nearly as is uh, have been as good as the Reds early were, but the Pirates also remember they lost 100 games last year as well, so they're well a lot better now. I'm not saying that they're world beaters. Yeah. Uh, well, still like still like the uh, Braves and the Dodgers in the AL and uh, NL or excuse me NL, and then in the AL I still kind of like Houston and I still kind of like Baltimore. Um, here's the bad thing: every one of these contenders for those last couple of playoff spots in the National League are playing also Rams this week. Cubs are playing the Rockies. The Diamondbacks are playing the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, but the Yankees have thrown in the towel here. Well, the uh, Miami's playing Milwaukee. Yes, they're a first-place team, but Milwaukee's not playing for anything, and it's in Miami. And, of course, the Reds are hosting. On another radio station, and I won't mention who, but the host there <laughs> said he thought that the Cubs and the Reds were done. He uh, thought, one of them makes the playoffs. I don't he, know which he, one. He, he one of them makes thought it's going to be Miami. If, obviously, Philadelphia. If the season ended today, they'd both be out. Miami. They'd both be out. The so. way they are now. And I, I, just, I just hope, and I don't care what they do in the – well, I care what they do in the playoffs. Just make it. Just make it. That would be a win for this organization. It would be a win, and it kind of gets everybody off your back. As I said yesterday, after games if I told you in May that was with seven games left, you were in it, you'd said, I'll take that. 
You just said, I'll take it. Also, um, in May, you didn't know how many of these young players would really play uh, in some of the guys they got in the uh, uh, trades. Spencer Steer has been outstanding. Yeah. He can play anywhere. He's gotten big hits, too. Yes. He hasn't just yes. gotten hits. He's gotten big hits. Absolutely. Spencer Steer has been very good. Um, and, uh, the uh, Does Votto come back? No, he's done. He's done. He's gonna. He's either going to go away and get him a place in the woods and we'll never see him again, or he's going to be one of the top analysts in the game because he True. knows how to talk the game, explain the game, and have fun with it. He could be great. I think. think when he does well, and he's had some games where he's hit some home runs and things like that. And, and I tell you what, he is a much, much, and he should be, he is a very good first baseman as compared to Encarnacion, who they put over there, who we saw down here. And he's also a, a – a clubhouse presence that right. a young team probably well, needs. Same thing with Jonathan Indy. Yeah. Uh, the series of the weekend is Seattle and Texas. They are tied. One, Both are a half game behind Houston for the title in the American League West. They're all three really fighting for playoff spots here. But Seattle and Texas, man. I, uh, I, I was in Arlington earlier this year for a game, and it was the Rockies. But I would love to be in Arlington for this series this weekend. Uh, nothing against Seattle. I don't have a thing against Seattle. Yeah, hear that, Tony like Burke? Do. Sounds like Tony Burke, do. hear this. Tony Burke, hear this. <laughs> I like – I hope the Rangers go deep in the playoffs. Oh. I would love to see – I would love to see a Houston versus Texas ALDS. They, lo- they let a corfage in the building. That's not good. <laughs> We'll take a break. Come back. Salsarita's six-pack is on the way. I'll give you three college winners, three pro winners. Jim Brinkman made it through security as well. Oh. By the way. He's uh, sitting by. I never like it when he's behind me. I always That's feel like nice. there's going to be a knife uh, somewhere in my back. Soon. We'll take a break. Come back. Final segment coming up. We're at Salsarita's on Hubbard's Lane. Come on out. It is a gorgeous day out here on the veranda. And there's nothing better than Salsarita's chips. I say that from personal experience. Beers on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Anywhere you are, everywhere you are. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the edge. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Ed Peak, live from Salsaritas on Hubbard's Lane. Final segment of the week. Uh, I don't know where we're going to be next week with the studio uh, issue. We are either going to be in our brand new studios over on Taylorsville Road, or I'm still going to be at the old studios in Clarksville, or we're not going to have a show. So Hmm. those are the three options, because equipment is being moved. Wheels are in motion, Ed. Wheels are in motion. I can. I, I don't can, know where they're going to stop, but they're in motion. I can tell. And, I, yeah. you know, hopefully I just have a home. Well, that's hopefully a, I just have a home. That's a, I'm, I'm sure you'll have a home. That's a, I mean, uh, you're an integral part of the 1450 uh, St. X and, uh, of course, uh, Southern Indiana sports. I mean, you are the uh, sports leader in uh, Southern I'm, I'm Indiana you, and – and, the Louisville area. You're St. X. Scooter, uh, you got all those. What uh, Scooter got games? tonight? Scooter, what game? Scooter got has, uh, he's at uh, uh, Silver, Creek. Silver Creek Jeff. 0 and 5 against Ooh. 2 and 3. Ooh. Yikes. You know where I'll be tonight? You will be in uh, I'll, I'll give a Indiana, Southern Indiana. 
Buzz Frank will be at uh, Buzz yeah, Frank's Christian here, Academy buddy. Academy tonight. Hey, Buzz. Hey, oh, Buzz. Buzz Frank in the Thanks house. Thanks for coming. Old Goat Radio, man. Old Crimson. Goat challenged me yesterday. I did challenge him yesterday. Uh, I knew he wasn't going to show I, up. I, I can't wait to. Uh, Go ahead, Ed. I, I, I can't wait to. Uh, I, I was telling, uh, talking about playing Cal. It'll be interesting. Because it, you, you guys have. You, That'd be five a great, that should be a great five game, and by the way. Five and zero against four and one Cal, which is this will more than likely be the second of three games in a row for Manuel where they're playing the number one team somewhere in the class. Last week it was South Warren South that Warren. was number one in five A. Knocked them off at their place. At, no, Which, that was at Manuel. Oh, that was, I was going to say you went Manuel. to their place and knocked oh, well, them off. So no, that y'all was, played the so South cheated, Warren was at Manuel. Yeah, you know. but but Cal is number one in three A, and then if form holds tonight. In two weeks, then Manuel and St. X, Manuel will be playing the number one six eighteen. That's a big if. I think Trinity's better than people think. I think St. X wins the game tonight, but I do think it's, as Lee Corso would say, closer than you think. I, I agree. It always it's always closer than we think. Well, it's a rivalry it's game. It's a rivalry game. In, it's in like Mail Manual. It's kids, a rivalry game. Big time uh, stuff. But again, I don't want to plug anybody else, but you can listen to the buzz called the cow game on Old Goat Radio tonight, yeah. right? Is that oldgoatradio.com? It's manualfootball.com right now. The oldgoatradio.com is still there, but it's not as active as we'd like it to be. That so. makes me sad. Me too, but but we're working on it. I've actually uh, got some people working on it to get that back up and running full speed. All right, let's see if Scooter's ready with the uh, Salsaritas six-pack. Drum roll, please. Scooter. That's it. No that real drum roll? <laughs> that was it. I just played it. Good uh, I can't hear anything. I'm I'm 69 it's, years old. It's I can't loud hear there. Anything. It's a party. <laughs> All right, let's go with the tw- with the uh, six-pack. I think there are some easy college games. I had to narrow it down to three. Now, if I go 0-3, I should get blistered on the air next week. I should just get absolutely destroyed. But I like these games, and I like them a lot. Oklahoma at Cincinnati. That's a noon start uh, up at Nippert Stadium. Or maybe they're playing at Paul Brown Stadium. I don't know. Oklahoma's 3-0. They've scored 73-66. and Now, I will say this. They scored 28 against SMU as well. Not great opposition. Uh, but this Oklahoma team, in my opinion, is a scoring juggernaut. Cincinnati just lost against Miami of Ohio in overtime. I know Ed thinks the Mac has got some really good teams. I don't agree with that. They're okay teams. Oklahoma is a 14-point favorite. I think the Sooners named the score here. Give me Oklahoma to cover the 14 by a bunch. 3.30 Alabama and Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin against Nick Saban, one of his uh, former assistants. He usually does pretty well against his assistants, Kirby Smart notwithstanding. Um, Six and a half Alabama's favorite. The question here is, why is Alabama a six-and-a-half-point favorite? They struggled against South Florida last week. They were not good. I know it was a sloppy field, as they would say in horse racing, sloppy turf. But Alabama doesn't have a quarterback. They don't know who their quarterback is. Nick Saban is still Nick Saban. Alabama is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't understand why it's that big. Therefore, I'm taking Alabama because Vegas knows more than I do, and Nick Saban going to prove Saturday against Lane Kiffin. I'm still Nick Saban. I agree with you on that one. I, I don't you think did. Ole Miss. You thought is I was going to take Ole Miss. Year. You I said it early in the would. show. Yeah, I thought he did. You would. Yeah. 
Iowa at Penn State, late game, 7.30. Now, this is a laydown. This is an absolute laydown. <laughs> and you're, you're going to tell me that you're going to surprise everybody by picking Penn State? 14.5 is the number. Both teams are 3-0. and Iowa's look pretty darn good. They still have trouble offensively. They always will. They're a defensive. As long as Kirk Ferentz is there and his son is the offense coordinator, they're going to be a defensive team because they have a lot of trouble scoring. Penn State is really good. They struggled against Illinois last week. I think James Franklin opens up the playbook this week. Name the score. I'm taking Penn State, given the 14 and a half. I'm giving a lot of points this week. Ed is looking at me like I just stole his dog. You're taking Penn State? Yes. Penn State kills Iowa yeah, Okay, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I was, excuse me. Okay, so I, we're uh, in agreement? We're in agreement. I don't think that's good, Dugan. That's, that's two saying, in a row. Dugan, Dugan can't talk because he's got some of these great salsarita <laughs> chips in his mouth, but he did shake his head. He, he can't believe it either. Well, give, give, give me your third choice here now, your third That's college. it, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Penn State. I want to make a comment about Oklahoma. All right, go ahead. Wait till Oklahoma and Texas play. Is that next week or the week after? No, nah, it's, it's not pretty next, soon it's not because it's at the uh, Texas State Fair. Red River rivalry. That will Easy be, for me to that say. That will be one bloodbath of the The final game. Big 12 matchup between those two. Next year will be an SEC game. It will be an SEC game of the week. Can you see Oklahoma rolling into uh, Tuscaloosa or Texas going into uh, Florida or – this is why, Scooter, I don't like to have Ed on on Fridays because he interrupts the Salsarita six-pack. You should expect that by now. I, I'm only three in. He knows there's six. Oh, it's sorry, called a six-pack. There's, there's three more. Excuse me. I'm Carolina Panthers at Seattle, 4 o'clock game on Sunday. Bryce Young has not figured it out. It's going to take him a while to figure it out. Carolina doesn't have any help for him. Seattle got back on track last week. They're at home, only given six to Carolina. I'm a Geno Smith believer. I'm taking Seattle and laying the six there. Now, I said I was giving points. Let's see. What am I giving in college? 20, 30, 35 total points I'm giving in three college games. NFL, I'm giving almost that many. Dallas is 12 and a half at Arizona. Dallas did lose Trayvon Diggs yesterday to a torn ACL in practice. That's a huge loss at cornerback. But Arizona – had the Giants beat last week. This is a letdown week for Arizona. That might have been one of the few games they could have won this year. They were up 28 nothing, and uh, or I'm sorry, they were up 28-7. Giants came back and beat them in the second half. Arizona is going through the motions here. Kyler Murray's not back. Uh, their quarterback is a no-name. And Dallas, I think, rolls. They'll put up, uh, I'm going to say they put up 38 this week, and they roll the Arizona Cardinals. Kansas City at home against the Bears. Well, Justin Fields made a mistake in a press conference this week, said something he shouldn't have said. He's had to spend the rest of the week changing course, defending what he said, telling everybody he was taken out of context. That's never context. good. The Bears are a mess. Kansas City has not been impressive. They lost at home on opening Thursday to Detroit. They struggled to score 17 and beat Jacksonville. I think they cut it loose this week. Give me the Chiefs minus the 12-and-a-half against the Bears. So there's your six-pack. These are all favorites, which I hate to do. Oklahoma minus 14 at Cincinnati. Alabama minus 6-and-a-half at home against Ole Miss. And Penn State at home minus 14-and-a-half against Iowa. Seahawks minus 6 against Carolina in Seattle. Dallas on the road minus 12-and-a-half at Arizona. And the Chiefs 
the Kansas City Chefs, minus 12.5 at home against the Bears. You got a problem with any of those picks yet? Because yes. now the, for, the floor is yours because the six-pack <laughs> is over. Yeah, I think the Cowboys. The, the Bears. The Bears. They, they, they did lose a player through injury. Yes, uh, and that's a big loss. That's a big loss. Trayvon Diggs is a big loss. It's not a little loss. It's a big loss. Uh, I'm not sure about Kansas City still, too. I, I'm a little. I know they've got uh, Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not a little. I'm a little worried about them. Who else you got? That, uh, Dallas. You got Dallas? I had Dallas um, win. Seattle. Seahawks. Uh, and they're Minus playing six. The, yeah, I think. That. Boy, Seahawks, I tell you, the Seahawks are undervalued, I think, in the NFC. Because everybody talks about San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas. Those are your – if you ask anybody, those are the top that's, three. That's a good – giving six to the Bears. Seattle, your, yeah. with their receiving core, that's DK good, Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett. They got a terrific running back in Kenneth Walker the third, the old Michigan State running back. Geno Smith is the key to that team. He was not good in week one. He was really good in week two on the road at Detroit. That's a, not an easy place to win. So um, I, I just oh the Lions I, finished. No, no, finished this strong. Finished this strong. Lions are, look, they're one and one. They got Atlanta this week coming into Detroit. Now Atlanta's that's two a and big oh. game. Atlanta's Atlanta's two and a. Here's the you never would have said thought this at the beginning of the year statement. Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, all in the same division, expected to be the worst division in football. They're all two and oh. They're all two and zero. Oh. Atlanta is surprising to me because all they do is play defense. They got a great offensive line. B. John Robinson is going to be rookie of the year, the running back, because they are going to give him the ball 25 times a game. Desmond Ritter has to do one thing. Don't turn the ball over. The defense is good. The O-line is good. They run block very well. He's got really good receiver in London Drake, and he's got a really good tight end in Kyle Pitts. So he's got weapons, but he doesn't have to use those weapons unless they get behind. And so far they haven't gotten behind enough to where he's had to throw the ball down the Atlanta, field. Atlanta is interesting, and the, the Lions are interesting. I like and, Detroit. And, and Seattle is interesting as well. Jared Goff threw his first interception in forever. T.J. Walker said that, that was a baby drum roll. Sorry, Scooter. He didn't like the drum roll. <laughs> Texture says Votto was a terrible first baseman for a while. Strand as a rookie is ahead of where Joey was defensively. I you, you buy that? I disagree. Now, Votto well, had problems. You want to problems. get Ed fired up. So I had, say bad things Votto about Joey Votto. had problems Votto. when he was first started. But he worked his way into being a very solid first baseman. Strand can't take a ball, a ground ball, <laughs> and pitch it to the Pitcher covering without messing it up. Let's get Scooter fired up here. How about Pittsburgh at Las Vegas on uh, Sunday night football? The Raiders and the Steelers has always been a fun rivalry, great rivalry. You, know, you remember Franco Harris, the immaculate reception, all of that. Dave Casper rolling the ball into the what's, end zone. What's the line on that? Uh, Vegas is two and a half at home. They've I'll take never I'll played. Take they've never played in Vegas. They played in Oakland. They played in L.A. Obviously, they played in Pittsburgh. They never played each other. I'll take Vegas in to Las Vegas. I don't think I'm like you. I don't think Pittsburgh offensively knows what's going on. Scooter's Kenny gonna, Pickett is having a hard. I can't game. hear the music, so I guess he's going to music us off the air at some point. <laughs> I'll music but, you off, uh, and you're not going to fire me up because it's Friday and we've got less than a minute to go in this show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Scooter, where will you be tonight? Floyd Central? I will or be Jefferson? at Silver Creek for Jefferson. Silver, Silver Creek, Creek. Yeah. for the Jeff Red Devil. In their brand-new spanking athletic complex, which is awesome with the capital A. Tony right. Burke and I will be at LNN Federal Credit Union <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> and I'll be at Charlestown covering Scottsburg. In Charlestown. St. X and Trinity tonight. I'm going to call a Tiger victory here tonight with uh, Tony on uh, the Big X. We'll be on the air at uh, 735, kickoff 8 o'clock. Can't make it to the game. Be sure to tune in to the Big X for that one. Salsaritas. Thanks for Salsaritas. Great, great, great. They've been great fantastic host. to us. Yes, Salsaritas. Great, great. Come on out, get Good you some job. food, which is exactly what I'm going to do right now. Thanks for listening. See you Monday, we think. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Oh.